0: Good morning. Welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. All morning long, we're talking about health, fitness, and wellness. Joining me here in the studio now, we're joined by personal trainer and owner of Revolution Fitness, Mary Beth Knight. It's our pleasure to welcome Mary Beth Knight to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. Glad to be here.
0: Now I'm so happy you're here this morning because you have such a great story. Um I understand that you were not always physically fit and in fact you were a smoker and considered yourself overweight is that right?
1: Uh, I was very overweight. Yes, and I was a smoker. I'd been smoking for about 12 years. And was 65 pounds overweight. So I was, I was clinically obese at the time that my 30th birthday rolled around and decided it was time to take the bull by the horns and do something about my body so that I could ha- lead a more productive and fulfilled life.
0: Okay, good. So this all happened at 30. Was it one of those 30 life crisis, midlife crisis, but at 30?
1: You know what? It, it was one of those things that I realized I wasn't happy. And I had been waiting for the world to make me happy, and I finally just came to the conclusion that my happiness was based on, on my choices, my decisions, and what I did with every day. And it was just, it was time.
0: Okay. And so two short years after you you lost the weight, you stopped smoking, you competed in the Ironman, is that right? I
1: did, yeah. So I, I kind of went from one extreme to the other, from no activity <laughs> yes, to the longest day of my life on my own legs. And, um yeah, I set out to kind of capture that really big moment and, and set a really big goal because I knew if I could get through that, if I could make it through the training and get to the finish line of Ironman Lake Placid – I just knew that I would be able to cross any bridge that came my way for the rest of my life, and I needed that big success. I needed that big moment to feel really good.
0: Okay, so most of us will never experience that, so what And you was don't that have like? to. Yeah, good, good, good. I, so what what was that like?
1: It was amazing because I realized, you know, the night before the race I actually got very nervous, and my mom was there to support me, and my uh, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, they were there, and I was really nervous, and I, I started to cry. and My mom was like, like, why are you so upset? You got this thing. You've trained, you're ready to go. And I said, "Mom, this is going to take like 12 to 13 hours. I've never even been outside for that long of a time, let alone <laughs> moving forward on my just using myself." And it was really a matter of getting to a place where I trusted myself again. And I know a lot of people who struggle with their weight don't trust themselves. And so for me, it was just a matter of learning to trust myself that I could do it. And it was when I crossed the finish line, the world was different. It looked completely different to me. It was amazing.
0: Now let's talk about your facility, Revolution Fitness. You began this several years ago.
1: Well, actually, I did not start Revolution Fitness. I I bought the gym um, nine years ago because it had helped me transform my life. Okay. And that's but where that you is trained. that's where I went. Okay. That's what, and Revolution is a very welcoming place, and I think that's what sets it apart. Is is when I went through the door, the guy that owned it then like stood up. And asked me my name. And I thought, wow, she, she cares who my name is. I just don't need a membership card. It wasn't a number. It was an actual person. And she took the time to show me how to use the equipment. I didn't have money for a trainer. And, and I just really felt right at home. And I didn't feel judged for the way that I, I brought my body to the gym. And my body wasn't in good shape. And I didn't know how to do anything. And so that's what I have worked to maintain in Revolution is that it's It's very welcoming. We're very helpful. We're there to help you reach your goals. And uh, we're there to kind of be that little pat on the back when you need it.
0: Okay, so we talked about this off air, but tell us about what type of insight having coming back from being a smoker and being obese, what kind of insight does that give you in the rapport with your clients? Because I'm sure... I guess they 're a little bit more trusting because you 've been where they are,
1: right. I think when you when you go to our website and you look at my before picture, um, it kind of immediately gives people hope that hey, I can make that transformation too it 's not just something that happens if you get to go on a show on TV and live with trainers and have a cook for a number <laughs> of weeks. like this is real life, and I did it through real life and through small change over periods of time and i 'm not the only trainer at my gym that has made a huge transformation. We actually have a lot of our trainers and instructors that have really gotten their health and their bodies under control. And so we bring some empathy, some compassion. We have walked in those shoes. We know what it takes. And honestly, we know it's not that hard either. I think a lot of people make it bigger than it is. Oh, it's so hard to get healthy. Well, what we're there to do is just encourage you to make small steps over a period of time that really do lead you down the road to a completely new life.
0: And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning, we're speaking to Mary Beth Knight. She is with Revolution Fitness. She's here this morning to talk about training. Now, let me ask you this. Now, you are a trainer again. Mm -hmm. Now, what are some of the biggest benefits of working with a personal trainer such as yourself? And um, what should we be looking for if we are in the market of finding a personal trainer? What should we be looking for? But first, um, what are some of the biggest benefits of having a personal trainer?
1: Well, I think one of the Biggest benefits is that is a scheduled time to set aside for your health a lot of people kind of leave that workout to if they have time you know when you you've scheduled time with a trainer you're paying for that time so it's 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 going to help you get yeah, to the gym yeah. and not cancel that appointment. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a forced commitment to yourself and to your body. And if you can do that twice a week, you know, you're know you going to be in that gym two times that you might not have been. The other thing about it is that that trainer is going to be able to tailor a workout to A, your starting line, where you are today, and B, to the finish line, where you want to be. And a lot of um, individuals don't have that knowledge themselves to be able to do it. The third thing is that a good trainer is going to be able to recognize your life habits that are potentially becoming roadblocks. We're going to ask you about how much sleep you're getting, how much fluid, when was the last time you ate. All these things that sap energy that you might not be have the clarity of thought to look at your own life, but yet we can kind of dissect those habits and and help you release yourself from them so that you have the energy to work out. And we also get you over that hump. So there's usually that four, six, or eight-week period when people start working out before they see the change on the scale. And we can explain why it takes time and keep you coming long enough that you do see those results.
0: Okay. And so the second part of the question, what should we be looking for in a trainer?
1: Well, I would definitely seek out a trainer that has a national certification. And it is it is good business on your part to ask a trainer how they're certified. Um, I would make sure they carry liability insurance. That's just very professional on their part. It is not out of the question to get a free half hour session to make sure that there's Not any personality conflicts and that you are very comfortable because this is your body. And it can be a little uncomfortable to put that in a stranger's hands. So I would get a recommendation from a friend. If you see a friend or a loved one that's had a great experience at a gym, ask them where they go and who they're working with. The other thing I would recommend is that you you pick a person based on kind of what they've done in their own career or or maybe if they have had some specialty type of training. All of us trainers, we can work with anybody, but... Myself, for instance, I do a lot of back pain. I experienced back pain years ago. I got myself out of it, and I know how to help people structure their course so they don't experience back pain, so they can play golf and tennis. And So that's my specialty. So if you have a unique situation, either with some disease or illness, even if you're diabetic, I have a trainer at my gym who has diabetes. So really put yourself in the hands of someone who is familiar with your circumstances.
0: Okay. Good advice. Good advice. Now, what does it feel like on the other end of that, you working with someone and they've lost weight, they've gotten fit, um, everything has worked out as a trainer. What does that feel like? That has to be rewarding.
1: That is the ultimate success. And it's why we jump out of bed every morning. I can't wait to go to work every day. I honestly love it. In 15 years, I have not been burned out. I work six days a week and I can't wait to get there because I will get a text. Last week, I got a text from one of my clients. She had her yearly physical at the doctor. They took her off her blood pressure medication because her blood pressure was healthy. She didn't have to use her asthma inhalers anymore because her lungs were clear and she was so much more fit. To me, that is the ultimate success is when I see the the markers of health, the biometrics like BMI, body fat and blood pressure and cholesterol and triglycerides all going into a healthy level. Then I know the inside is working as good as the outside is looking.
0: And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, we're speaking to Mary Beth Knight. She's with Revolution Fitness. She's here this morning, obviously, to talk about fitness. For more information on Mary Beth or any of our other guests, you can go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear and like us there. Now, you focus a lot, Mary Beth, on post and prenatal exercise. What sparked your interest there?
1: Well, pregnancy actually sparked okay. my interest there. Sense. I did. I um, have years of experience with pre- and postnatal exercise. Um, and when, when I became pregnant, I gained a lot of weight during my pregnancy. And I actually gained 50 pounds, 55 with my second, 50 with my first. And I was very nervous because I saw my body kind of going back to the way it used to look with all the extra weight. And um, that's a very emotional journey for women. And so I wanted to really help women kind of reclaim their bodies and do it in a way that was appropriate for their new life. Because when you're a mom, when you're pregnant or you're a new mom, it's not just about you. So we kind of have to temper um, our energy use. We can't use it all in the gym because we have to go home and take care of little babies. So it's really finding a balance. And I felt like I I did a good job of finding that balance and understanding the emotional side and the roller coaster that motherhood is. And I wanted to be able to give my clients a lot of advice on that. The other thing that sparked my interest was um, I had a C-section and I really wasn't planning on that. And I was a little scared and disappointed because... Everybody always said, well, C-sections just ruin your body. And I was bound and determined to not let the most phenomenal experience of my life ruin my body. So I actually went and watched two C-section surgeries after my own and wrote a book on on repairing the midsection after c-section and that's been one of the greatest experiences of my life is to really give women here's how you do it here's the a the b the c the d all the way to z and you're going to get back to better than you did before
0: so is there it's a whole different set i would imagine from having a c-section to a natural delivery
1: well, you know what, the muscles of the abdominal wall get completely stretched out from inside to out in both circumstances. Mm-hmm. So the difference in recovering after a C-section is that, you know, they they actually did cut and have to restitch a lot of those layers. And there's seven layers that you have to be concerned with. So the The first two to three months of exercise is different, but it's the same muscular structure. And women who who, um, had C-sections and those who did not need to really strengthen themselves back up in the same way. It's just going to be women who had a C-section need to take a little more time getting back to the gym than those who did not have major surgery.
0: So let's back up and talk about the the prenatal because I think a lot of times, I guess we have this mindset that, you know, oh, she's pregnant. She's so delicate. She doesn't need to be exercising, right?
1: We actually should be exercising. Of course, you want to consult with your physician. If you had not been exercising prior to pregnancy, Um, they may allow you to and they may not. But if you had been exercising Prior to pregnancy, there is really no reason to stop unless your doctor tells you to. And it's going to actually help you give you the strength that you need for motherhood. It's going to help you have a shorter labor and an easier delivery. And you're going to bounce back a lot faster. And motherhood is challenging. And let me tell you, you need muscle and you need endurance. So you'd better get into the gym. Oh,
0: yeah. Those pumpkin seats or car seats. They are heavy. (laughs) I am
1: telling you what. The other thing about it, though, is is during exercise, um, what happens is... You shunt just a tiny little percent of blood away from the uterus. And so it's not harming the baby at all. But what happens the other 23 hours or 23 and a half that you aren't exercising is that your baby gets more oxygen. So better APCAR scores and better baby health has been tied to moms that exercise during pregnancy.
0: And in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Mary Beth Knight with Revolution Fitness. Now, what are some of the common mistakes you see people make in terms of health and fitness and exercise? And you see them and you just shake your head like. Of course, they're not in your gym because they would know better, right? Oh, we we (laughs) do.
1: I tell you, if you come to Revolution, we're not going to just let you go, you know, work out. We're going to help school you in how to work out appropriately. One thing I see, especially in the winter, is everybody's got those resolutions and they do too much too soon and they're gone after four weeks because their bodies are tired and they're cranky. So what you really want to do is just add 10% more minutes every week for working out, okay? So Add up your total minutes that you work out for this week. And next week, if you plan to increase it, only increase it by 10%. That is a golden rule, okay? So just add a little bit every week. The other mistake that I see is people doing cardiovascular exercise – like spinning or swimming or walking, running, using the elliptical, really hard. And what happens is when you're huffing and puffing, you're not burning fat. You're only burning carbohydrate. So really intense cardio can actually make you crave more carbohydrates. And then we accidentally, you know, eat the whole bag of chips instead of one serving. (laughs) And we have put more calories back in than we exercised off. So here's the rule of thumb. Do your weight training a couple times a week. That should burn. That should be difficult. Your cardiovascular exercise should be moderate. You should like doing it. And you should end every workout being able to have continued. So don't wipe yourself out in the gym. You won't have energy to go home and make a good meal.
0: Now, one of the areas I know you talk about, too, is hydration. Let's talk about how important hydration is when you're exercising.
1: Well, hydration is very important for a number of reasons. Um, it's it's very important to help keep your heart rate lower when you're exercising. If you become dehydrated, then there's less blood in your body, and your heart has to beat faster. So you actually are going to feel like you're working out much harder, but you're not getting the results that you want. That's number one. Number two is when you're dehydrated by as little as 2%, your metabolism can slow down. And we are honestly in the gym to speed up that metabolism. That's how many calories you burn on a daily basis. So you could be working out, but if you're not drinking enough fluid, then you're going to end up in the same place. You're not making forward progress. So what we need is our 64 ounces of fluid every day and then eight additional ounces for every 15 minutes of exercise. That'll do it.
0: Sounds like a, you know... formula for algebra or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It does require a little bit of math, but let me tell you, if you can't do the math while you're working out, you're working out too hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, I want to talk about some of the latest, I guess you would call them exercise trends. And tell us about the benefits or what body types or what, what you know about these areas and what we should know here. And we'll talk about spinning, first of all.
1: Well, spinning is not new. Spinning's been around for a long time, but, and, and it should be around for a very long time. So if you've never tried a spin class, I highly encourage you to get into one because it is going to help you really do your cardiovascular exercise, which we should all be doing a good three to four sessions per week, 30 to 45 minutes. Spinning is great because it's very easy on the joints. So a lot of injured runners or walkers will come looking to ease up on their knees or their hips are bothering them. Um, Even people with stress fractures can often do spinning because it's so easy on the joints. But you do get a great uh, workout for your heart and your lungs. You can burn up to 600 calories in 45 minutes and a, a good number of those from fat. So it's a great way to lose weight. It really helped me. I mean, I've heard women say, oh, spinning makes your legs big. I said, really? Because mine went from a size 16 to a size 4. <laughs> and I've been teaching spinning for 15 years now, and I do not have big legs. Okay. So, heart, lungs, and actually, when you add resistance, you can even get um, a little tug on the bones, which is going to help build into your bone density as well.
0: Okay. Moving on to Pilates.
1: Pilates is fantastic, and I have a lot of doctors that actually recommend Pilates-style exercise for people with back pain. And the reason is is that there are seven muscles that usually contribute to low back pain, and Pilates really does a great job of stretching them out and then strengthening them. So Pilates is great. Uh, You really should be doing some significant core training every week one to two times. It's going to lengthen the muscles and strengthen the muscles and prevent pain.
0: Now, for me, and it's just me probably, but Pilates and yoga kind of look alike or, you know, you put them in the same frame, but they're different. Tell me why. They
1: are very different. Pilates, um, you sometimes you do hold a move in Pilates, but you're often flowing through movements um, that are very specific to strengthening the ab muscles and the hip muscles and the low back muscles. And in yoga, you actually move to a position and then you hold it. Pilates is typically done laying down on a mat or a reformer, And yoga is a lot of standing up, actually, and moving through movements. Yoga develops a lot of upper body strength. Yoga also, and both yoga and Pilates, have a huge concentration on the breath, which is extremely important. And yoga comes in many, many different varieties. So there's hot yoga. There's gentle yoga. There's um, power yoga. There's a whole slew of different things. They're, They're not the same. But what I do recommend is that you're doing one or the other along with your weight training and your cardio.
0: TRX. What is this? Now, this is one I don't know anything about.
1: TRX is relatively new to all of us in the fitness world and to those gym goers, but it has been around for a long time in the military. It was actually developed by a Navy SEAL. Now, don't let that scare you because us normal (laughs) people can do it too. But a Navy SEAL actually developed it so that he could work out anywhere in the world, and he did. You see him with the straps attached to a tank, and he was in a submarine exercising. So it really kind of gives us no excuse for not working out because you can do it anywhere. But it's suspension training, so there's these straps and handles that you use. And what I love about TRX is it makes you use your stability muscles, so you're kind of a little bit off balance, um, which is going to shore up your joints and really help protect your body from injury. It does. It can be classified as weight training because it's body weight, um, but then it has that air of instability. It's a great workout. I highly recommend you try it. It can really get you strong in the core and then help you lose weight from the added muscle.
0: Okay, what about kettlebells? Well,
1: kettlebells are actually a very old form of exercise. It came from Russia, and so it can be very intense. Um, Kettlebells are weight training activity, but it gets your heart rate up really high at the same time. Kettlebells are great, but they're not for beginners. So I highly recommend you work with a personal trainer first if you want to learn kettlebells before jumping into a big kettlebell class because it is it is not for the faint of heart, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I shouldn't take that class.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll take an introduction. We have an introduction to kettlebell class at Revolution, so it gives you the skills that, and then you can develop the fitness along the way. But it is intense, but it is a lot of fun once you get the moves down and, and feel comfortable doing it.
0: Now, I know this is not an area that you deal in, but Zumba. A lot of people are taking Zumba classes.
1: I don't teach Zumba. We have Zumba at Revolution. And it's a really good thing that I don't teach it. <laughs> I have taken it, and I enjoyed it. I am not a dancer, and every move turned into the funky chicken when I was doing it. <laughs> But people love Zumba. Here's the thing about Zumba. It's kind of like tennis. It's a lot of starting and stopping, starting and stopping. So if you're looking for high fat burning, that's not going to be it. You're better off going for a walk. But Zumba is fun. And I think if it's what you like to do and what you want to do, then go to a Zumba class because it is a blast. They are laughing. They are sweating. They are moving. And most people leave a Zumba class really wanting to go back. So you have to like what you do.
0: And in case you're just tuning in, again, we're speaking to Mary Beth Knight. She's with Revolution Fitness. For more information on Mary Beth or more information on Revolution Fitness, you can go to our Facebook page. We'll have more information there. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Just go there and like us there. Now, Mary Beth, let me ask you this. Now, there's so many kids today that are living this sedentary lifestyle and they're watching TV and they're on the computer screen. What advice would you have for parents this morning there?
1: Well, you definitely need to get your kids moving and, and you know, long-term health is, is tied to moving, but higher classroom scores is also tied to moving. You know, exercise actually stimulates uh, neurogenesis, the growth of new brain cells. It stimulates the memory center of the brain and it also increases their learning capacity. Exercise with proper sleep habits, and your kids are going to do better in school. So that should be a motivator for parents to get the kids off the couch. Um, Now, if your kid is just a video junkie and there's no going outside and playing, then you have to use what they love to encourage movement. So I have gotten my kids, my kids love to go outside, but in the winter, honestly, sometimes you can't. So we've used some of those um, dance games and Mm -hmm. Wii Fit devices to kind of, put their love for video in with moving their body. That's good. Even bowling, even baseball, where they're swinging and they're playing and they're jumping up and down, indoors is fine. However, the fresh air is very stimulating to children, and kids love active play. But if they're not going to get out there and do it themselves, then us parents really need to take the time and get out there with them. It can be as simple as putting you know, an A, a B, a C, and a D on your driveway with chalk and cueing your kids to jump from one letter to the other. It stimulates the learning center of the brain and gets them to learn to be more agile and moving. So without a doubt, I recommend 30 minutes of activity prior to homework. Your kids are going to sit down, do better at their homework, and have less of a fight because it's going to re-energize their brain and send energy to the right places and take it away from some of the wrong places in the brain.
0: All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Mary Beth Knight, or if they would like to find out more about Revolution Fitness, how can they find out more?
1: Well, they can go to revolution-fitness.com. They can also find us on Facebook.
0: All right. Thank you so much. My pleasure. We've been talking to Mary Beth Knight. Coming up next, we talk to the winner of The Biggest Loser just crowned on Tuesday. We'll talk to her next as Sunday Morning Magazine continues. Stay with us.